Talk Radio 96.7, Talking Sports this Thursday with the guys in Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you in part by Hall Communications. We got you covered. Here's your host, Ryan Buckley. Eric, it's been a while. And you're right, there are a lot of lakes in this area. You were dead correct on that. Welcome to Sports Central here in Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Neil Duncan in the seat to my left. Neil, very rarely are we in the presence of Hall of Famers. Very rarely do we sit within arm's length of someone who is in the Polk County All Sports Awards Hall of Fame. It's not true. What? Oh, how am I? We do it every June. Oh, (laughs) very true. We do 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 this every June at the Polk County All Sports Awards and Hall of Fame ceremony. Someone who is familiar with that event is sitting to my right, Mr. Ron O'Connor. Ron. Man, I'll tell you what, it's so good to be here with you guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. And, you know, I was quite an athlete back in the day. You know, I was third team all neighborhood in both football and baseball. <laughs> and I was the Ledger's player of the year until mom and dad sold controlling interest. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, how much stock was owned there? But before we go too far, and I, I am thrilled that you're on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Eric Clark, a recent milestone birthday uh, for Eric. So uh, we want to wish a belated birthday to Eric. I think he turned 27. Eric. Go! Happy 27th, 27th birthday, Eric. Yeah. Happy 27 to you, my friend. Plus, how many, Eric? I will uh, give you some uh, very old birthday cake if you're interested. All right. All right. <laughs> I could say, t- is it chocolate? Is it chocolate cake? Or no. what is it? No? Carrot? No. Who's the oldest one right now? Strawberry. Is it you? Oh, yeah. Is it you? I'm even par. I'm 72. <laughs> First time you've I, ever been even far. That's right. I recently turned 60, but more recently 72. <laughs> that you remember. Yeah. Well, you're a you're a Lakeland fan, aren't you? Yes, sir, I am. Lakeland High School graduate. Yeah. I went there so long ago the football team wasn't good. Well, and the earth was oh. cooling. It was. <laughs> the Dead Sea was just getting sick. <laughs> But uh, Castle's got them there again. Uh, Final four uh, playoffs, and I don't think they've lost, or they haven't, in the playoffs, they haven't. All of their wins have been by more than 35 points is what I'm trying to say. Right? You know, I'm not really sure. My grandson (laughs) plays basketball on Friday night, so I haven't been able to get out to a game. But this is something like your school there, (laughs) right? Yeah, go Dreadnoughts. I have no idea. This is something like his 18th undefeated season. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and they beat a, a good Lake Mineola team. It's a team who a couple of years ago went to the state championship game. I think they were state runner-up that year. Yeah. Um, got to see them uh, play Bartow in the playoffs, and that wasn't exactly Oof. in the Bartow Yellow Jacket favor. Um, but yeah. I thought that they would beat Winter Haven, Lake Mineola, and they did. And then I thought when they get to Lakeland, uh, that offense for Lake Mineola was pretty good. I thought they'll put some points on the board. Still think Lakeland will win that game. That defense said no. They 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 yeah. did the Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. And uh, forty one to six with the win. So get a rematch. Kissimmee Osceola this Friday night, and it's yeah. the closest game the Dreadnoughts have had all season. Uh, I think it was less than a field goal, wasn't it? Or it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was less like, than a touchdown. Twenty five twenty two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. Round two this Friday night, Bryan Stadium. It's gonna be who do you got in that one, Ronnie? He doesn't know he's going to basketball. Oh, I gotta have Lakeland Dreadnoughts. I like that pick. That's the public pick right there. Yeah. Other other Poe County teams that are doing well in the playoffs as well. Lake Wales, another team that is doing well. I also got to see them uh, up close and personal when they played Bartow. Uh, that's a good team, and I left that game going, "Oof, 
they could make a deep run of the playoffs, and here they are, state um, semifinals. They win this game. I think they what? Who they have? Columbia after beating yep. uh, yeah, Central Lake Hills, City, Columbia, twenty six to nine uh, this past Friday night. This is a very very good uh, ball ball club uh, offensive line uh, moves people. But what I was really impressed with was the defense. They fly around very fast from uh, sideline to sideline. They got the Kentucky commit uh, in that defensive secondary. Uh, one thing I saw from them, not just in that game, but in a number of games, if you throw on them, they will intercept the ball. Mm. And not only do they intercept the ball, they take it to the house. <laughs> oh, boy. Quickest way home, straight to the house. It, it, it's amazing. It, they Either they've intercepted so many passes this season that they're used to it, or they work on it. It's almost like kick coverage. As soon as one of them intercepts the ball, the wall is formed. That's, that's, that's what was that? What was going on there? And uh, unbelievable team. I think both of these teams uh, win, Lake Wales and Lakeland. I think we have two teams playing for state championships the following week. So you would say there's something to your city or school starting with Lake tends to give you a pretty good opportunity or high probability of advancing to the next round. And you the orange and black think. color scheme. And right? the orange and black. That's that right. might be more of the route to go. Eric Ron. didn't know he was onto something on the intro about uh, the number of lakes. Uh, so literally, yes. it's something in the water. It's actually something <laughs> in the water at this point. Well said. Eric, do you agree with those picks? You like Lakeland and Lake Wales? Does it have any pond scum? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. So I guess if it doesn't, then you're also on board with the Lakeland Lake Wales pick. Very good selection, Eric. Um, moving on to the college football scene. Crazy yes. week this Wait, past whoa, week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've been waiting for this for... <laughs> I was uh, going to say, I, I might want to just turn this over to you so you can Ron, have your Ronnie moment. Ronnie O, who's your college team? Florida Gators. You don't have to answer that. No, no, no it's it's okay. Florida okay. Gators and uh, who you know, did they play last? You, you went Here to Florida we State, right? I didn't even go there. No, you, you didn't. Mm-mm. Well, you know, a lot of people have trouble with their SAT scores, and they go there. I understand. That. <laughs> <laughs> In the ACC, stop is laughing, it, Eric. Is it two hands below the waist or two hands anywhere? <laughs> well, the mighty SEC, uh, two teams. Played Florida State this year, and both of them left with uh, losses. Uh, I believe LSU was one of those teams that, until they lost last week to Texas A&M, were in line to maybe make the uh, college playoffs. So you tell me, Ronnie O. You tell me right now. That's right. Got nothing because you were at your son's or your grandson's high school basketball game. I think that's we would because the think, game was on Friday night. That's right. I think we would admit though a closer game than I think a lot of people thought. I mean, I told you leaving the office, hey, you know, enjoy the uh, domination. The game's over before kickoff. And I didn't think that was a nail biter. I didn't think for a minute it was going to be that. Um, it's nice to have forty to three, but my wife and I went up to the game. That was a very enjoyable, highest scoring game in the history of that of that series. It was enjoyable. Defense was optional, but it was enjoyable. First time since 2016, by the way, Florida State has beaten both Miami and Florida in the same season. Say it one more time, but drop off the 2016 (laughs) part. Uh, Florida State has beaten Miami and Florida both this season. Thank you. Done a sweep, if you will. We're going to stop calling ourselves the Fighting Gators. We're going to be the Friendly Gators from now on. I'll allow it. And listen, so you're, you know, you're thinking Friday night, you're like, okay, it was, you know, an enjoyable day of college football, you little leftovers from Thanksgiving, get get myself a second plate, and Saturday, you got big noon kickoff at 12, you got Michigan-Ohio State, you're thinking this is going to be a good game. Ohio State's probably going to win, but it's going to be a good game. No. Boy, what a display that was. Donovan Edwards, in two rush attempts in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. ran for over 150 yards, two touchdowns. 
He had more rushing attempts, but just in those two attempts in particular. Out of control, out of this world. You want to make a group of people in Ohio stop talking, just have them watch that game, and it is radio silent. That stadium was 100,000 librarians so I was getting in the ready fourth to watch. quarter. You know, I'm originally from Indiana, so yes. last night, 9-15, Indiana versus North Carolina. Oh, yeah. The game before that was Duke. The Duke-Ohio Duke State, yeah. you got to love the Dukies. They started uh, chanting to Ohio State, we want Michigan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was incredible. The Big Ten ACC Challenge, it's ongoing. It, it, you know, that game... Was a big step for J.J. McCarthy, I think, in his season and his progression, quarterback of Michigan, Ohio sure, State, C.J. Sure. Stroud, outside looking in. You had USC with a big win and Caleb Williams, potential Heisman Trophy Not potential. winner. He's winning it. I, mean, I, would, you know, I don't know. I think that's wrong. Max Duggan should win and the Heisman Trophy. That's but the he's, not, he's not even going to get a sniff. I think uh, uh, Anthony Richardson should win it for the Gators. Oh he, boy, he, just can't, he just can't he, help on he that. He has completed he? more passes to fans in the in the stands than any quarterback in college football. He did have a thirty three percent completion percentage in the Florida Florida State game. So you're on to that's something right. with that's that. A, that's a misconception because the uh, the rest of the passes were going into the stands. They were so far off. Someone was but catching I, them. I do yeah. want to bring it back local to Polk County. Uh, Ventral Miller, uh, um, Lakeland Kathleen, yeah, Kathleen, Kathleen, yeah heart and soul of that Gator defense and just a testament to the quality of football player that comes from Polk County. Um, he, what a what an unbelievable senior season and uh, wish him mm-hmm. nothing but the best. And, it, and that's me saying that about a Gator. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> that was hard, wasn't it? You Polk, know, you yeah. talk Polk about County a, first. Fickle, Polk County first. a fickle fan base, and that's a play on words. Ohio State, Ryan Day is only 45-5, and five, and there are people that want to fire him in Ohio. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. USF's going, we'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you have to think of the other side of the field, like Harbaugh, right? Harbaugh, Michigan, couldn't get the big win for years. They deducted I mean, his They years. reduced his salary. Yes. And he's still there. And they are undefeated. Big 10 championship game against Purdue. Mike Norvell. They win that game. They stuck with him. And now they're turning the corner. Stop right. firing coaches right. after two seasons, even yep. three seasons, because if you want to rebuild it correctly, you got to tear it down and build it back up. You don't want to cut it short. And speaking of cutting it short, when we come back, we are going to cut this conversation short. But when we come back on the other side of the break, we will talk a little bit more college football, switch over to the NFL, and get some more local updates right here with Hall of Famer Ron O'Connor on Sports Central <laughs> Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, but right now, let's get back to more of Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7, brought to you by Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill. Talking sports this afternoon, we've got Ryan and Ronnie, and someone who does not start with R, that would be Neil. You're actually incorrect. My first name's Ryan. His first name is Ryan. <laughs> so we have three R's in the room. He's a middle name guy. He I is a middle I name guy. You. I'm a middle name guy. You got to talk to my mom. I don't know why I go by my middle <laughs> name. But don't trust a guy that goes by his middle name. I well, go by my right. middle name in case you didn't know. What's, what's your me, first name, me Eric? Too. That is a matter of state security. Only those with an absolute need to know are to be told. <laughs> I have my credentials somewhere on me, Eric. I can see it through the studio doors right here. This Welcome back to Sports Central. Right off the rails. Oh, yeah. No, per usual. Well, when you're not here, this is how it typically goes. We so are I don't just listen. all over the place. We barely talk sports. <laughs> Here on Sports Central, though, on Talk Radio 96.7, Ryan, Ron, Ryan, slash Neil. <laughs> Here, back for segment two, left off talking about um, college football. You wanted to note on college football. Was it totally, Florida and Florida State game? Were we talking we about We did cover that. <laughs> okay. But you want to bring it up again one yeah, more time? I think Florida State won. Florida State did win that game 45-38. to 38. For, I don't know if you know this, but Florida State beating Miami and Florida, same season. Yeah, so I believe they call that the state championship. They yeah, they do in some countries. Because Florida State's the only one of the three teams that will play the other two. I'm Very just correct. saying 
Florida and Miami should play each other. But cool. you're, you're in a conference there full of cupcakes. There it is. We just knew this one. We should have just did this Florida the whole episode. Should have been the Florida, Florida State what are you episode. About I didn't say we were good. We're not good. We were one of the cupcakes you played. <laughs> you oh. rushed the field when you beat a six and six. I like that. I do take umbrage with. Wait, Why on, would you rush on. the field? We need to talk about that. It. It. Well, I didn't because my wife wouldn't let no, me. No, you did. So you no. rushed the field. You <laughs> no, were out there. I was like, no. look, there's Neil. No, I see I, him. Look by the 30, the 29. There he's the 25. And he pulled a hamstring. <laughs> but no, I think what that was truly was finally we feel like the fan it's students. Let's be honest. The students yeah. turn the corner. Because what's, what's terrible about this is most of those kids that are going to Florida State right now don't remember the dominant years. Think about that. Mm. And really, if you look at Florida, I mean, I'm pretty sure Florida State has the most recent national championship in the state, right? Yeah, let's throw that out there. Boy, but but prior to that, tough episode, these Ron. kids don't you probably even remember the Gators winning those titles because they were pretty. It was what? Uh, Baby Gators. 06? 08. 08? 08 was the last one. So depending, I, I mean, maybe they remember that. I'm just saying, it, it, it's no, sad right. to think That's about true. those dominant years, the 90s and the early 2000s. These kids don't remember that. So all they've known mm. is pretty bad football in Tallahassee. And recently, all they've known is pretty bad football in Gainesville. Yeah. yeah. And let's not even talk about what's going on down in South Florida. Now, I will say this, and we talked about it earlier. They're going to be back. They are. Mm-hmm. I think all three institutions have made the right hire for those schools. Yep. And what we're talking about before we went to the break, and this can be said about a lot of things, not just college football. Mm. If you allow for someone that you believe in, in a system that you think will work at your institution or your business or whatever it is, allow that process to take place. Because if you keep mm. having dead money, so now you can't afford to go get other coaches because you fired all the ones before it, you put, you put yourself in a bad situation. Right. But if you allow the players to develop under those coaches, let them get their players in the system, you can see it. And I think that's what you're seeing at Florida State, and you're about to see it at Florida, Miami. I've got one for you. you got a basketball coach. He can't get out of the regionals for 16 years. You fire him, right? You just fired John Wooden. Exactly. It took him 16 years. A lot of that, part of that, twice, I think, was because of the greatest basketball player of all time, William Felton Russell. You didn't yeah. do this on purpose, uh, but I appreciate you doing this. Uh, do you know that uh, John Wood and I went to the same university? The same time or just same university? No, same university. Same university. So me, <laughs> I got Eric on that one. So, so <laughs> me, <laughs> me, John Wooden, and uh, Larry Bird. Oh, you went to Indiana State? I did. <laughs> I thought he went to Purdue. No, it's a lie. <laughs> he wasn't a Boilermaker. So just to confirm, it's not there at the same time. Two different times we were. were there. Okay. You're there. I actually dated his wife before he before he did. Really? No. <laughs> Breaking news on Sports Central. That's a new one. I did not know that. Um, well, crazy stuff on the college football side. I think a great point too on the coaching carousel that we typically hear about year over year. Speaking of coaching carousel, Matt Rule going to Nebraska was the news. The former Carolina Panthers head coach who was going to get paid out a pretty handsome sum by the Carolina Panthers, jumping back into a rather Interesting environment in Nebraska, to say the least. Oh, it is. One. You know, once they got out of the conference where they they could recruit Texas, they've had such a tough time bringing any talent in there. Yeah. You know, what are their 10 kids a year they can sign out of the state of Nebraska? Right. 
Right. No, no, no. You're spot on. I mean, it's not an easy recruiting job. No. And that's going to be interesting to see how Coach Rule handles that, you know, stepping into that role. And it's like a two or three state radius. Right. That you can't find much talent because they're not yeah. popular states. No. And it's not it's not an easy sell to want to go live in Nebraska either, I think, is some <laughs> of the problem they're running into comparative to the other schools you can go to in the area. I want to apologize. I got a little overzealous and got a little excited. What I meant to say was he coached at Indiana State. He did go to Purdue. So he uh, wasn't. He wasn't alumni. Guy. He wasn't. And, and after you said it, I'm like, well, I'm wrong. <laughs> so my point is, Indiana State gave up on him. And then he went to UCLA and did okay. Speaking of uh, giving up on people, I know we have to head to the break here soon, but are the Packers going to give up on Aaron Rodgers? Is that a thing that we think is going to happen? Are they going a- to a- or Ron should Rodgers? they? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Obviously they should have shipped the... him out a couple seasons ago and got as much as they could for him, like yeah. they did Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre. You know, funny enough, uh, so the last time the Packers were in this predicament, it was Brett Favre getting hurt in a game against an NFC East opponent. We see it happening again, full circle. Aaron Rodgers stepped in in that game. Now we have Jordan Love stepping in. Jordan Love came in, played pretty good on those two drives. He had almost the got them back in the game. they drafted him where they drafted him? I mean, yeah. they're pretty good. So, it was like Rodgers came in under the same circumstance. Exactly. Right. Yep, he came in in exa- literally the exact same scenario. So be interesting to see what happens over there in Green Bay. But quickly, what do you guys think? If you're uh, Matt LaFleur, what do you do? Do you play Rodgers? Do you play Jordan Love? What do you do? If Rodgers is good to go, clear to play. They're not out of the playoffs yet. Mathematically, they're not, but they need a lot of full as, moons. As and... soon as that happens, because I think you, you say face by letting him play until you're out of the playoffs, and then you make the switch. I'm totally with you. Yeah. I'm totally with you, I, and I could not agree more. They should have traded him. Branch Rickey used to say, trade him a year too early rather than a year too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And he's starting to become spare parts. He has played with a broken thumb the past five weeks, now having a rib injury and potential other injuries as well that he's going to have to deal with next week. When we come back on the other side of the break, uh, we'll probably stick over on the NFL side, talk a little bit about Tampa Bay Bucks, how they bounce back from the game against the Browns, and a little bit of an NHL update. Stay right here on Sports Central, Talk Radio 96.7. Hey, we're talking sports. Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7, Sports Central is brought to you by Haven Coffee Roasters. And your host of Sports Central this evening, Ryan Buckley. Eric, thank you so much, sir. Welcome back to Sports Central, Talk Radio 96.7. Eric, that parade starts at 7 o'clock. Is that accurate? I believe that is correct. I think it's 7 o'clock. They usually do fireworks and then, bam, parade starts right across the street here at RP Funding Center. You know, though, Eric, I've learned over the years, if you're not there by now... It's really tough to get a spot. <laughs> it's like, it's insane. Remember, like, this is a couple of years ago. People would drop their chairs off on, like, Wednesday. And they'd be like, what are all these chairs? They're, like, caution tape around them. They're, like, hooked to street poles. And they would set them up days before the parade started just because that's the spot they wanted. They still do. They still do that? <laughs> yeah. I thought the city, like, cracked down on that. Like, you are just not going to leave stuff sitting on the sidewalk. Is that it not it was there today at lunch, I can tell you that. Unbelievable. It's insane. Like, have you, have you guys ever done that? I've never thought to do that. I've just, no, I've, I'm not that good at planning ahead. No, no, neither am I. That's my probably child part of the bride problem. takes care of all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of planning ahead and preparing ahead, Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off a rather disappointing week of football. Would you agree with that statement, Ron? Totally agree. I mean, how do you lose to the Browns? You you had to figure that game was in the bag for them, but it doesn't really work that way in the NFL. I mean, it's like. Uh, who was it? One of the coaches when 
who went in the NFL, and they said there's no Vanderbilts in the NFL. No, no. Well, well, you know what was disappointing about that game is Cleveland's about to convert on a 4th and 12, and Amari Cooper drops the ball, and you're thinking, all right, game over. We yeah. can wrap this bad boy in a bow, and let's move to New Orleans next week. That's where we're going to put our attention toward. Then to have to lose in overtime when you have the ball first. They had the ball to start the overtime. Just absolutely incredible. The, the David and Joku catch, too, as well, to send the game into overtime yeah. is absolutely spectacular. Uh, the Bucks, even with a losing record, still first place in that division, which is lackluster to say the least. Taking on the New Orleans Saints, in which shaping up to be a very important Monday night football game for Tampa. I believe they are tied with Atlanta right now in terms of how the division is set out. Carolina and New Orleans both sitting in third and fourth in the division. You know, it can't be said that sports don't have a sense of humor. Okay, <laughs> so Ronnie O, I've been doing uh, Mayhem in the AM for... 14-ish, 15 years, Tuesday mornings, 7 to 8 a.m., right here on this station. Mm. And finally, I was hanging up. I was done. I was going to pass the torch. This is not about the box, by the way. It, it, will, it will be. My retirement from radio <sighs> lasted four weeks. Because Ryan Buckley here, uh, and we wish him well, uh, got a tremendous opportunity to head over to Orlando City, where he's going to take over a executive role uh, for that organization. Go! Uh, exactly, <laughs> Ex- exactly. So I'll get to how proud of him I am in a second, but let me complain Aww. first. Oh, um, so back to the well, Buccaneers game. It's Monday night, right? The game coming up, Monday yeah. night football. The game coming up, Monday night Saints, football. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. So that game starts at what, 8 15, 8 20, something yep. like that? Yep, kickoff should be right around 8 20. About midnight, get over? Uh, yeah, I mean, depending on the length of the game and yeah. the number of points. Because Buckley's realistic. leaving, I'm unretiring and I'll be here Tuesday morning at 7 a.m. Oh, I see. After now. staying up all night watching the Bucks. So I am sorry. Um, yeah, real proud of you, bud. Sorry about that. <laughs> that sounds that like self inflicted injuries to me. That, <laughs> that does sound like self inflicted wounds. No, Absolutely. We, we are proud of Ryan and we wish him well. This will actually. Uh, why we have the celebrity appearance of Ronnie Owen here because uh, oh yeah you didn't uh, know this Ron <laughs> when you have a uh, a goodbye uh, and a farewell show like Ryan is right now you bring out the heavy hitters and that's and we what had we to did. find we I thank God the Hall of Famers here <laughs> if you can't get somebody good get somebody cheap <laughs> <laughs> hence uh, Ronnie O and uh, yours truly so uh, no Ryan we do appreciate everything you've done. Um, I had to take the opportunity to complain about the Bucks game being Monday night and Absolutely. having to get up on short rest the next uh, morning. Understandable. Uh, because you're leaving us. Understandable. And I'm good sorry luck for, to you, bud. Thank you. I'm sorry for putting you in that hole. I don't think you care. <laughs> I mean, I do care. I care about you. I don't want you to have to be in a spot where you're waking <laughs> up early again. Just, and yeah, just, just, just not you know. enough to you know not let it happen. Tell you what, I'll be able to watch the game. I don't have to worry about what time I get up, so I'll be in good spirits. <laughs> get up a little bit later. Um no, I appreciate it, though. It's been fun working at the office and with you and the rest of the team, and I'm definitely going to miss the environment that is there. Uh, fun working the events like the All Sports Awards, getting to meet people like you, Ron, oh, and, and you, some of the others. It's been great working with you guys, and Neil and I were talking about this earlier, that they have such a great program over there, and they've done such a good job of hiring that when they get somebody like you or Jenna or whatever, somebody steals them away because oh, yeah. they've done such a good job. They know that when they come out of there, you've you've had a good, good – um, Stewardship. Oh, yeah. They poach. Yeah. They, they poach. They wait right on the county line, and they're like, come on, come on. I'm actually going to talk to Mark Jackson about uh, discontinuing this show 
uh, discontinuing <laughs> our television show, Sports Central. Yeah, we can't uh, promote no, these people no anymore. No more press releases, uh, no more websites. Yeah. We'll just quietly do our job and not let anybody know about it because then they won't take our people. They won't right. have nothing to worry about. And make them operate under an assumed name. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a better idea. Like, I was looking for a Jonathan. Like, oh, we don't have a Jonathan that works here. And I've just been absolutely confused. So uh, I spent most of the day today looking uh, for all of our uh, staff members' LinkedIn accounts to see what their, uh, what their account says, and uh, we're trying to delete all the content. You know... I, our staff, hard at work, by the way, USA Softball in town, making yeah. sure that yep. we recruit some of those bigger events uh, that are here. And speaking of USA, Team USA, we have to get this in. Massive matchup on Saturday against the Dutch. Playing the Netherlands. 9 a.m.? Uh, 9 a.m. coverage, you're right. 9 a.m. is the tailgate. 10 a.m. is kickoff. That's right. Now, will you be up then, Neil? <laughs> uh, let's see, Friday night. Yeah, I'll be up. <laughs> Incredible. I might not go to sleep on Friday. I might have some butterflies in the stomach and just I don't know if I can go to sleep. They normally have arts and crafts at the home at 9:30. So uh <laughs> Oh, so you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be you'll be dead asleep. Hopefully oh, yeah. they'll have it on the telly. <laughs> but a big game, you know, something to watch out for. I'm not going to go too deep into a dive here on the analytics side. Team USA, not a lot of goals. They haven't scored a lot. The Netherlands uh right now of all the teams remaining so far, this stat could change, but of all the teams remaining so far, they have the worst percentage of goal scoring chances in terms of where their shots end up. So then when they get the ball in the final third, they have the lowest percentage of any team right now of so actually we could, scoring. We could be looking at PKs to, to settle this. It thing. could be it's gonna be the Netherlands press very high, so the US has to play the ball long, and the Netherlands have to get through our midfield, which is very good. It's gonna be a very interesting matchup. Listen, as an American, as a patriot, as somebody who sees this very unbiased down the middle, I got two nothing USA. That's my bold prediction. Two one. I'm gonna go two one. One nothing, or Ron? or, or uh, one nothing PKs. PKs, so zero zero. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What happens if they tie again? They've already uh, got no, two no, no, ties. no ties, no ties. That's okay, why no ties. Shootouts now. Oh yeah. yeah. So what'll happen is if it ends, uh, regulation ends in a tie, it's going to go to a thirty-minute overtime. So two fifteen-minute overtime periods. Oh. If you score, you still keep playing. So if like if the USA scores in overtime and it's one nothing, the Netherlands can still score and tie the game. That doesn't end. It's not like uh, hockey or football. It's not or anything sudden like that. death. Huh? Nope, not sudden death. No, it's they just keep playing through full periods, like prolonged death. That's so, <laughs> so with the U.S.'s inability <laughs> to call score, prolonged death, and the Netherlands. What the statistics you were just giving? Um, we might be still talking about this next week. The, the game just might keep going. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to see a Netherlands team that has a lot of good players, a lot of good talent. They're just not putting the ball in the net. They're having a lot of chances. They're just not finishing it. So the scary thing is, is they're getting chances. So you don't want them to come this Saturday and be like, man, they're just, whew, it is a shooting gallery. Keep them on the outside. Let them shoot. Um, play though, the way they played against way, uh, against England. If U.S. plays that game, they're going to yeah. be fine. Even though it's low scoring, it, it is, it'll get your heart racing. I mean, it's exciting. Those, oh, that, that game against Iran yeah, that, was the just. The action right in front of the goal. And, whew, boy. I'm glad you guys knew something about soccer. I heard some comedian say, you know, I watch soccer, and I fell asleep for an hour and a half, woke up, and it was already one to nothing. 
<laughs> you know, you know, Ronnie O, uh, being the home of the Florida Youth Soccer Association, and having uh, recruited, you know, Polk County Sports Marketing, recruited them to Polk County. I'm, I'm glad that uh, Joel, the executive director, is probably listening right now oh, yeah. uh, as you're promoting the sport of soccer. <laughs> so always glad to have you on the program. No, I just no, said, I don't know anything about it. I'm glad you guys Oh, it's a great, listen, great sport. The world is watching right now. world is watching. It is. I mean, it's amazing, the numbers. And they're even they're way up in the United States. Oh yeah, you know what I, I was amazed. I'm sorry. No, what go I, ahead. What I was just gonna say, what I'm amazed is um, that the Florida Gator football team went in an entire season thinking they were the soccer team because they certainly didn't score very much. <laughs> oh boy, just I was trying to cut him off because I knew there was going to be some relation, Ron. I was trying to nip it in the butt. Crazy to think, um, right now as before we had the break, people in Qatar. Now, if you want to go watch that matchup, you're in a shipping container with communal bathrooms and no beer. I cannot oh. think of a worse mix of situation to deal with. And you're in Qatar, so it's terribly hot and it's winter somehow. So not a good scenario there. But it's going to be a good scenario on Saturday. USA 2-1 is the bold prediction of the night. When we come back on the other side of the break, we'll, uh, we'll bring it down to a local level, talk about our local colleges in the area, talk about some local events coming up when we come back on Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Here we go, fourth and final segment of Sports Central, and it's brought to you by Mabe Production and Installation. Let's get back and talk some more sports with Ryan, Ronnie, and Neil. Thank you, Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm trying to figure out, is this Christmas? Would you count this as Christmas music? I, well, I couldn't figure no? out what it was. What is that? You don't think so? Because it has like the bells, and I want to like bop my head back and forth. No, this is. I feel a, like I'm doing a montage of me going into different Christmas stores. Uh, no, no, <laughs> this is uh, Tavares. And in case you missed the title, it's. This is like the intro the, to a yeah. uh, show in the '80s, like yeah. the disco era. Yeah. 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 Maybe okay, early '80s. Yeah, 1978. Look at that. Young hey. back then. I was young. Relatively, back th- I young. was young back then too. <laughs> <I bet> you were. <laughs> <laughs> I was in college. <laughs> were you really? Yes, I was. I was in diapers. Yeah, oh gosh. <laughs> I was twenty-four. I <laughs> what? I mean, what a way to come back from break here on Sports Central Talk Radio ninety-six point seven. Eric, thank you for that. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> amazing stuff. Speaking of amazing stuff, a lot of stuff that's going on local. Always a lot of local stuff that happens in our town, whether it's the local colleges, local events, but events that come in from all over the place that take place here in this community. Well, no doubt, and Sports Central does such a great job of bringing in a lot of different events. Neil, what would you say is the event or a couple of events, either one of you guys, that are so underrated in terms of the number of rooms booked and so forth that you bring in? Wow, the Unheralded Heroes Award, if you will. Oh, geez. I mean, I don't think the Tigers get enough credit for the economic impact that comes in for spring training. I think people know that there's a lot of people here, but really, if you dive into those numbers, it's pretty amazing. Uh, I think the same is true with Sun and Fun. Um, yeah. Uh, the amount of people that are coming in and, you know, Florida's largest convention, if you will. Um, but I, th- I would say our collegiate spring training, Rust Map Baseball. Oh, yeah. And more recently, uh, PFX or softball. But uh, Russ, Matt, it, it is what people don't remember was sports marketing when the Indians left and went to Arizona. 
you know, one of those success stories when they left and, and went to, not them leaving. That wasn't the success part. <laughs> but a very successful when, endeavor there. When, when Arizona was throwing a lot of money at, at a lot of teams. Uh, so the commitment of the Tigers to stay here, but uh, the ability for Polk County Sports Marketing to go out and recruit and bring that collegiate baseball spring training here uh, and the, you know, $35 million economic impact that it is. Uh, you think about all those teams coming up from the Northeast coming into Polk County. So I, I would say those um, but there's a lot, truthfully, there, there's a lot more that I'm probably forgetting about, uh, because it's kind of the, the collection of all of it, uh, 250, 270, depending on the year sports and special events coming into, to Polk County. And to Ryan's point, a lot of these events, they don't just show up, they are recruited no, yeah. and then you have to retain it. So you can go out and recruit a bunch of events, but sometimes a good day, a good day's work is keeping what you have. Uh, and, and I think that's been true with City of Lakeland and Polk County and and, and partners keeping the Tigers here. Oh, I yeah. think it's true with Russ Matt and extending that relationship. And um, you know, it, it's all about relationships and partnerships. Uh, we've been joking with you this entire show, but uh, you've been a great partner and been an integral part of the All Sports Awards and mm-hmm. uh, putting on that that great event. So I think that's what Polk County does really well. And that's why you see the Iron Man, uh, which is going to be in a couple weeks coming up here uh, in, in, in Haines City. And this weekend, you got the Tough Mudder Tough event Mudder. returning mm-hmm. uh, out there at Clear Springs and Bartow. So really good partnerships that make it happen. Yeah, and on Iron Man, here for another five years as well. You know, So they're committed long term over there at Lake Eva and Haines City. That event brings in a lot of people, and I think a big misconception is that you know, some of these events are only here for like a day or two days. And sure. Iron Man, I mean, they're here for four days. Well, like, that's a four day thing that the athletes come down for. Some of them come down earlier to, you know, practice, gonna, that's get familiar exactly with the routes. Say, yeah. and, you know, so you, you know, even the water ski event we had in October, sure. I mean, Team Belgium, that event on paper was October 19th. You know, it was the first event, quote unquote, to the 23rd. Team Belgium was here October 8th. You know, so they were just staying in a hotel all the, the whole time. So, yeah. you know, it is truly an impact when you look at building the events for multi-days and then having these people who are like, I want to come down the market and see what this is all about. What does this place offer? But I will say the Leisure Traveler is still the number one customer coming in, into Polk County. So it's kind of all of it. And I always like to remind uh, our listeners and anybody that will listen to me talk, <laughs> uh, you see all those license plates, you see Michigan, you see Indiana, you see Illinois, all mm-hmm. that, and the lines are longer at your favorite restaurant or it takes a little bit longer to get across town. Yeah. Make sure you wave with all fingers because um, <laughs> when you see them, you need to remember that they are the reason we don't pay state income tax in the state of Florida is because of the tourism and the sports yeah. tourism industry. So. Good point. Absolutely. Very good point. Very valid point. Wave with your entire hand, people. Let me ask you guys something that hit me watching the Bucks. Do you think age is finally catching up with Brady, or does he just not have a good supporting cast? All right. So I thought about this, actually, last week. His numbers aren't bad. If you look at yardage, pass completion percentage, he has plenty of weapons around him. They've been hurt. I think their offensive line has taken a big step backwards. And so if you're going to single out one area where it's been hurting, losing Ryan Jensen at the start of the year was kryptonite. I mean, that that pretty much put a fork in a lot of their offensive setup and rhythm. I think that's been the biggest flaw. However, I also think Mike Evans doesn't look as good. I don't think Julio Jones really has been effective for when he's been other than that long touchdown in London. Um, I, I don't know that they've been very impactful, so I do think there is some component of age. I don't know if it's Brady, though. I think it's Brady plus his cast, I think, has been the downfall. It's just my personal opinion. Does oh, he absolutely. come back? Does he come back? No, next I don't year? think he comes back to Tampa. I think he probably looks for another one more destination. 
uh, if he can win another championship, kind of like what he did in Tampa. Because let's be honest, I don't want to get in the guy's personal life because that's none of my business. But he's obviously got some personal issues right now. And so that's right. what else is he going to do? Because this is the only thing he's ever known. So. Well, and remember, you can catch Tampa Bay Bucks against New Orleans Saints Monday night football in Tampa at the Ray J. Um, also, be sure to check out www.centralfloridasports.com so you can stay in touch with all the different events we have coming up in the Polk County area. Check out visitcentralflorida.org for other events to know in the market as well. Be sure to check out our local teams as well. We have the Florida Tropics have a big event on Sunday, a fan fest that's free for everybody to go to over at RP Funding Center. Also check out the Lakeland Magic as well at RP Funding. If you're going to the Christmas Parade, you're late. Go get there as soon as possible. Go ahead, Neil. Ryan, th- I'm just going to cut you off. Thanks for everything, man. We I, really I appreciate, appreciate you. Good luck It's been a you. pleasure. Thank, thank you, guys. The pleasure's all on this end, I promise. Eric, thank you. Thank you for listening to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. We will talk to you, not me, but we will talk to you next week.